0: Turns out that child-free people are the fastest-growing demographic, in, particularly in Melbourne, Australia.
1: Hi, I'm Anna Olson, and you're listening to We're Not Kidding, a podcast devoted to sharing stories surrounding the child-free life. As a life coach, I'm passionate about helping women feel confident and empowered in their choice not to have children. And I believe that by sharing our stories, we help break the stigma. So let's dive in. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are speaking with Shweta from Australia. And Shweta has been involved, quite active in the child-free community um, for quite some time. And I'm so excited to have her on. So Shweta, welcome. Thank you for being here. And and please tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Uh, Hi, Anna and all the audience. Uh, Thank you for having me on the podcast. Uh, It's a real honor and a real privilege to be here. Um, I feel I've shared my story and my child-free journey in the written mode and over YouTube and other interview videos. So doing it on audio just feels like it's completed the picture. Anyway, a little bit about me. So my name is Shweta. I'm 36 years old. Uh, I was born in India and I lived there for 16 years. Uh, I have been living in Melbourne, Australia since 2002 with brief periods in the UK and Thailand. Um, I'm usually engaged. Uh, I'm a dog mom to one little furry multi shitzu <laughs> um, I professional. I professionally, I wear several hats throughout the day. So, by uh, I am an insurance specialist. I'm also an educator in a very broad sense, and I also do quite a bit of dog sitting. Um, when I'm not working, I enjoy singing and listening to music. I'm a massive foodie, and I love uh, beer and wine tasting. So, love going to breweries and wineries. I love hiking. I love going on road trips. Traveling is a big passion of mine love going on weekends away and socializing with friends and creating memories and sharing experiences with my fiance and my dog who are my family and my world.
1: Wow. Yeah. Congrats on the recent engagement. That's really exciting. And I'm so glad to have you on and be able to have, um, it sounds like you've been very active with blogging about being child-free, being on YouTube, and I'm excited to get your story out there in this capacity. So mm-hmm. how, how did you come to the decision to be child-free?
0: So as I mentioned previously, I was born in India. And as everyone's aware, it is a culture that is very conservative, traditional, centered around religion, and heavily, heavily pronatalist, um, with very specific gender roles, especially towards women, that they are, uh, their only path in life to be, is to be a wife and mother. Uh, however, my upbringing in my family environment was pretty much diametrically opposite. I was born into a family that was, that was and still is, very progressive, open-minded, forward-thinking, and the emphasis really on from my family was to have a good education, have a career, and be financially independent, and that was what was prioritized and drilled into my head from a very young age. Unlike my friends at the time, who were being raised with the Womanhood equals motherhood, marriage, family, pronatalist sex, sexist narrative that I just mentioned about. Uh, my mother is a doctor and she's a very career-driven woman. I watched her, you know, going, pursuing goals and kicking it in her career while all her cousins and siblings were stay at home mothers. Um, and yeah, she made a good name for herself. She made her own money and uh, she got a very good education. So I guess it goes back to the whole nature versus nurture element. Uh, so whilst... I don't know if there's such a thing that I have the some sort of a gene of some sort. I'm sorry, my DNA is programmed to be child free. I do have to give, give some credit to that. But I guess also because of the environment I was raised in, that influenced the, the free thinking spirit in me. And I saw the identity that my mother made for herself, which was beyond being a mother and a wife and a family woman. Mm-hmm. And that sort of planted the seed of me gearing towards this way of life in the sense that I wanted to have my own identity and independence just like her, without being tied down to the shackles of um, marriage and motherhood. Fast forward to about when I was six or seven years old, uh, I had a conversation with my school friends, um, and they would constantly bring up the type of wedding that they wanted, the type of house they want to live in, the number of kids they want to have. So just, you know, the wish list that what they want to achieve when they become older, Uh, whereas my wish list included the countries that I wanted to travel to, uh the number of uh, stages in the world that i want to perform in because i like to sing and the number of dogs i wanted to adopt this was and these three things were on my wish list so there was no mention about marriage and kids whatsoever that particular moment led to an awkward silence and i was eventually being left out of the conversation Mm. but by doing so when i did you know include what was on my wish list It gave me a great sense of relief for being very clear that that I don't want the same life path that they had envisioned for themselves or they were being programmed to do so. I wanted a different, less conventional life path for myself, where I wanted to be free. I wanted my freedom more than anything else, Uh, and I wanted my own independence, I wanted my identity. That, That was number one. I didn't want to be chained down by the conventional shackles of marriage, kids. Uh, taking care of a family. I didn't want to do those. Over the years, uh, I participated in various adventures, a lot of life experiences I've had. I've traveled extensively around Europe, uh, US, uh, Asia, changed careers, career paths numerous times. So I know people who started, you know, after they finished university, they've been in the same career like all their life. Whereas if you look at my resume, um, it almost reads like a resume of four or five different people um, and I still am not clear about what I want to do for a living um, mm. and the thought of kids uh, having them never crossed my mind. I just knew that I wanted to continue living my life of freedom, spontaneity and flexibility. So I guess I'm inn- innately a free spirit and kids just didn't fit. Um, I have worked in education and I still work in the in the sector and I've seen plenty of dysfunctional families, uh, plenty of people mm. who had no business being parents very damaged uh, uh, kids who eventually become damaged adults and the world that they're being brought up in at the moment, that was pretty much the nail in the coffin for me. Mm. And as of the events of 2020 through COVID and everything, and I, when I started to work in the child-free space quite a bit, I was led down the rabbit hole of antinatalism and it made perfect sense to me. So although I was born to be a child-free woman, I, my reasons for that has evolved over time. And I can now proudly say it's the best life decision
1: yeah. Oh, I love that. You know, as you were telling your your story and sort of how you came to this, and you had that pivotal moment when you were seven with your um, peers, and they were checking off their, rattling off their wish list, kind of the standard wish list. I'm curious about when did that become something explicit with your parents? Like, do you, was there a moment when you shared that with your parents, and how did they respond? It sounds like they were very open just in how they raised you anyways, but yeah, can you speak to that at all?
0: Oh, look, I told my parents just around at the same age when I was eight or nine that I never wanted kids and there was no argument, there was no uh, rebuttal from them. They were hundred percent happy and supportive and they still are. Um, they, all they said to me was do what makes you happy, whatever path you, cho- you choose in life, whether it's a career or anything, just take pride in it and whatever they, I do, you know as long as i'm not doing anything illegal or unsafe uh, they'll be by my side
1: wow yeah. that's beautiful yeah that's really cool were there ever moments where you felt though your family was supportive though growing up in india and like you said a very pronatalist culture were there ever moments where you doubted it or questioned it or felt out of place or you just really had that it felt right yep yeah. look
0: i I made my decision when I was very young and it was, when I did do that and when I spoke about it, it was a very liberating and empowering experience. I didn't even know or care about whether I was allowed to make this choice or whether, even if I had a choice to begin with, I knew that this is what I wanted to do no matter what it cost me. Even if I don't have any friends as a result of that, even if I don't get a partner as as a result of my choice, I didn't care about that. I just knew I wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, In my family, I'm not the first child-free person. And, okay. you know, whilst I w- I've never been this open with my extended family, if they know about my choice, um, so they would have not said anything. They would have totally respected it. Um, with my friends, uh, you know, I didn't bl- really bring it up with the friends of mine who I grew up with in India. Um, a lot of my friends even now in Australia don't have kids yet, but they all know my choice and they are all very accepting of it. And even my friends in India who now have kids of their own and they're married, they're, they are also absolutely fine with it they all say that it's a very personal choice. So mm. in many ways, I've been very fortunate, I, I would have to say. I can only recall it being questioned by some family friends who are very concerned about what happened, what would happen to me if I met the right man and, and he wanted kids. And I simply said that such a man who wanted kids would never be right for me. And now I'm engaged to an equally child-free man and we're living our best lives. Yes. I when I was seriously dating, and this was my late 20s, early 30s, um, I would bring up, again, it's very important that you lay all the cards on the table and what your deal breakers are. So uh, I would bring up with the first five minutes of connecting with someone and uh, and I would not proceed with them till they were fully in agreement of it or fully accepted it. So um, when I seriously started dating in my eight, late 12th, 20s, early 30s, uh, it's never really been an issue. I've had a lot of single men on dating sites who would just so jabs at me and criticized me because they're just keyboard warriors who would not have the guts to say it in person. But it wasn't hard to cut those kind of guys off. Um, but overall, I felt nothing but confidence, security, and I felt, I felt in alignment with my life choice. There was never been a moment of doubt, no wishy-washiness, if and, ifs and buts. I've been very clear as crystal about this and I just haven't looked back.
1: Mm, wow, that's really cool. Thank you for sharing that. I'm curious, how do you define family?
0: I've written an entire blog post about this, so I'm just going to uh, give you the shortened version of it. So um, to me, family is anyone who loves and accepts you just the way you are, supports you through all walks of life, respects your individuality and loves you unconditionally. And it has absolutely nothing to do with DNA, genetics, religion, caste, and bloodline. I have felt much closer and connected to people in my friend circle who, who I consider my family than the ones that I'm related to by blood. Um, the traditional um, conventional definition of a family, which is a heterosexual couple and their two and a half kids, has changed dramatically. Now you have a lot of single people who live together. It can be a family. A single person with their pets and plants can be a family and you can be your own family. And you can you don't have to be a family just because you're born into a family. You can choose your own family. Like in my case, my fiance and my dog are 100 percent my family. Uh, it's interesting, last week, our uh, um, we decided to take uh, post-engagement, uh, because we got engaged just before Christmas, and everyone was quite busy during that time, so we didn't get to take professional pictures, so we decided we'll do that. Um, and uh, so we took our dog along, and uh, the person who took pictures for us, who are, who's our friend, uh, she has written, uh, under, the caption she's written underneath is, is family time. So even she recognizes that this is a family that we all have, that we have formed now. Um, and my family also includes my my in-laws, my parents, my fellow child-free friends, and the close friends that are included in my family. So I feel that kids don't create a family. You don't start a family when you start having kids. Uh, you're already a family just as a person by yourself or when you're, whether you're in a couple or whatever. Um, they are an extension of a family, no doubt, but you can have multiple families. So uh, there's no one clear-cut definition, except for the fact that is anyone who is loyal to you, who supports you to thick and thin and loves you unconditionally and respects and accepts you the way you are.
1: Mm. To, me, they, to me,
0: they are my family.
1: Yeah, that really resonates with me. And I love how you distilled it down to what are the elements that make a family and it's loyalty, it's respect, it's, you know, those, those elements and not necessarily like a certain type of person it, or Even a person, like you said, it can be a dog or a plant or just yourself. Like So yeah, I love that take on it. What has been the significance and impact for you of being a part of a child-free community? I know when we spoke before, you have been very instrumental in in finding and creating community where you are. Can you speak to that?
0: Sure. Um, So I started off finding groups and communities online because we live in a world where Technology brings people from all parts of the world together. And uh, I just went on social media, like mainly Facebook, you know, just typed in Child Free uh, and, uh, you know, a bunch of these groups came up and uh, yeah, I just introduced myself and started commenting on posts on social media pages and about my, live, how I came about to make my choice. And, uh, and people started to reach out to me and they wanted me to share my story because they feel, they, they knew that because I come from an Indian background, I have a lot to say. So, uh, and I jumped at the chance of doing that. So uh, I shared my story in in writing and blog posts, quite a lot of video interviews. Um, I also then moved on to uh, be a panelist at the 2021 Child Free Convention and I have applied to speak at the 2022 Child Free Convention and that was a very, very fun experience. Um, This is a topic I can talk about till the cows come home, to be honest. And I'm very passionate about, about this topic, not just from the aspect of my life story, but also on a big picture level to make this lifestyle more recognized, more accepted and taken in with less stigma and raise awareness about the pros and advantages of this lifestyle. And I've also started to get quite vocal about antinatalism and the consequences of bringing kids into this troubled world only to condemn them to a life of suffering. And when I heard about that, that really resonated with me. And it's something people on the fence about, who are on the fence about having kids need to be aware of. And whilst it's not my place to change their mind, and I'm by no means an activist, I do my best to get people to see the broader picture of bringing more kids into the world instead of helping the ones who are already here. I feel like I'm in my element. And and by doing so, it has helped me find, you know, a massive uh, child-free community. which I started again, I looked I looked up on Meetup to find local people, uh, but there were not too many groups there. So I then moved on to Facebook where I typed in child free in Australia, and I managed to find a lot of people from my city, Melbourne. Um, turns out that child free people are the fastest growing demographic, in, particularly in Melbourne, Australia, and to the point that by 2031, um, we'll overtake parents in numbers. So I started organizing events from 2018, 2019, uh, then met other organisers in the in the process, and uh, now I've taken a step back from organising events because they're doing it more actively. And uh, now in the process we've formed a big and a tight-knit group and we meet two or three times a month. We go and have brunch, we have... Uh, uh, brunch is one of the things that we do, you know, pretty much every, you know, a couple of Sundays a month. Um, we like to go out and eat. We like to, uh, you know, go to a bar and have drinks. Um, we have a lot, of, we have a big list of things that we've planned for the rest of the year, sort of socially. And, uh, um, and yeah, so I'm very privileged, and this group has been totally my lifesaver, especially during COVID. And we had a lot of lockdowns where I lived, and we all put up on Zoom every week to see how everyone's going. So, and I do encourage people who hire, who have chosen to be child free to please, please, please um, reach out and put yourself out there to find a community because you will feel quite isolated by making this life choice. Um, I know it's easier said than done because not a lot of people are as lucky as me to live in a place where child-free living is very common. Um, but even if you're in an online forum or in an online group, that's a good starting point. And, you know, attend their meetups virtually and build connections. And because you will need a support system to fall back on um, when you will be challenged for making this life choice or when you'll be left out in many ways as well. So. It is important that you find someone, uh, people who you can relate to and who've been who walk the same path in life as you.
1: That's such great advice, and I love that your your example too. Of if you if you're not finding the community, be the one to start it. Like be the one to start the Facebook group or the meetup group or the whatever in your area to help be the beacon to the other child free people who maybe are there but not speaking up either. I think that's so important, and that's really. Cool to hear that Um, child-free people will overtake parents in in Australia in, what was that, 2031, did you say? Mm -hmm. Yep. Wow. You know, it does feel like, even though there's still stigma, you know, it does seem like this is gaining momentum as a choice and and, um, so that's just encouraging to hear. Mm -hmm. So what opportunities has being child-free allowed you to say yes to in your life?
0: oh lots and lots of it so um yeah one of the things that has being child free has helped me do is live a very simple minimalist life so i've always been a minimalist as you know since childhood um so i live a very you know easy simple my physical space i'm referring to here it's uh yeah it's very uh i i only buy things that i'm going to use so my house is not cluttered with you know toys and stuff children and clutter is one thing that really really makes me anxious so uh yeah i'm able to live a very simple life in the process because i don't have a child depending on me who i have to buy things for um and professionally it's allowed me to be very very flexible so i've i've able to i've been able to change careers you know quit jobs at the drop of a hat work as much or as little as i want to and i can choose where and who i want to work with as well um i don't have to be stuck in a job that I hate just because I have a child to support. It's allowed me to travel internationally. I've visited 40 countries so far and I intend to do more in the in the near future. It's allowed me to live a spontaneous adventurous life, just have more life choices and options. Um, it's allowed me to be location independent. I've focused a lot on my um, creativity in the process as well because because I'm child free and I live a very simple life. It's just three of us and we live together. I live in a pretty quiet home and that silence is essential for me to be creative and productive. It's given me the opportunity to focus on improving my mental health and self, and uh, focusing on self-care. Like today is one of those days. I've had a pretty rough week uh, because of work and all a lot of other challenges. So I, I can just take the day off today to just focus on some self-care. And I make it a point to do that every couple of weeks anyway. So I've even said no, any social ob- obligations that I have today just because I want to focus on just doing my own thing today and the freedom that is totally precious and it's priceless we can't I can't put into words how much people take it for granted the freedom and the flexibility that we have for for making this life choice and it's the best form of self-care I would say by uh, at least for me by by having made this choice uh, to yeah not have a child depend on me and yeah that i've been able to focus on myself and endeavor to be the best version of myself in the process
1: Mm, yeah yeah totally that that freedom is so huge i too as you were speaking when we first started about having your resume could be the resume of four or five people i feel like i spent my 20s job hopping because i was just trying to find (laughs) the right fit um but i had the luxury to do that because or the privilege to do that and the freedom because i don't have kids um so yeah, and being able to prioritize your own needs. I'm just struck by how intentional your life is. Um, and, and I think that's really cool. What advice, if any, actually, before we go into that, there was something you said earlier that I wanted to hit back on. Um, clearly you are very passionate about being child-free are an advocate for it, for this life choice. And um, are there... Topics or things within this conversation, the child, the child-free conversation at large, that you don't feel are highlighted that should be.
0: Um, <clears throat> look, I would say that um, certain certain societies now, you know, the the way this choice is recognised and accepted is different in different parts of the world. Um, I know that unfortunately in India, this will because of just how the society is and the culture is. So just to give a little bit of perspective. It's a culture that emphasizes collectivism over individuality. And women have, in particular, have a a pretty raw deal there. So because they are expected pretty much since the second they're born to to be born into this biological, moral and societal duty to have children become mothers and carry on the family name. Um, And that's what they portray even in Hindu mythology, like in TV shows and in movies. I, it's not just in, uh, in India, but particularly in the world. I think um, women are pr- predominantly pro- portrayed as mother figures. And going, back, I'm going to go back and forth now. To So in India, of course, you have the, uh, patriarchy is a big thing and pronatalism, I've already mentioned that. Um, so the whole motherhood and motherhood and womanhood equivalency is very, very strong um, in India. And the expectation is that, uh, you know, you are not really considered to be a mature adult till you get married and have children. As a, uh, you're, not, you're not a real woman, basically. And this is, despite India being one of the most overpopulated countries in the world, even anti-nuclearism has, you know, has just become a big thing over there. There's a lot of cultural and societal pressure and the norms that are set in stone. You know, that that comes first. So it doesn't matter what how much of an achievement Indian women have, financially in terms of their career, uh, even if they take up leadership positions in the workplace, it, none of that matters if they don't fulfill their duty to, take, to procreate and uh, become mothers. So um, for me, I would say that it's been a little easier to navigate to, to be as a child free Indian woman. It's, I've had it a bit more easy, A, because of my family, because they're very, very um, accepting of my choice. Um but even if they didn't, I'm a pretty fiercely independent and individualistic person. so uh, so my child free uh, choice really al- aligns with my and con- all my other unconventional life choices that really defy um, cultural and social norms. I would say that um, you know and also living in Australia where this life choice is very common, uh, you know it's not really stigmatized or anything I would fr- or that frowned upon, I would say. Um, I guess for me, how the way child-free people are portrayed and treated in two areas which, um, who, my, not just my work, but generally a lot of people have, uh, that's what they always come and comp- sort of um, vent about in a lot of the groups is A, in, on TV and in, in media, in movies and all that, in TV shows, child-free women and men are not portrayed very frequently and when they are, they're sort of portrayed in a little bit of an evil like, so they sort of, they become the bad cop, basically. And also in the workplace, um, child-free people are expected to, so parents are sort of you know, um, uh, catered to and pandered all the time in the workplace and it's, it's expected that child-free people pick up their slack just because they have the time and uh, they don't have the commitments of raising children. It's, that's unfair, everyone's personal time, your personal time is your personal time. You, you can't, I think in the workplace, People need to make accommodations for child-free people. For example, you have maternity leave. Uh, you know, uh, the workplace laws should change to include, you know, uh, a one-year paid sabbatical, you know, for people who choose not to have children. So, uh, so I just think it's unfair that you know, people who want to be parents, their choices are rewarded. And people who choose not to be parents, their uh, choices are punished in the workplace. And, uh, that double standard really upsets me at times so uh, that really needs to change in my opinion
1: seems like if i'm correct in understanding areas where you see that there's a lot of room for improvement would be the workplace and portrayal in the media definitely yes even in commercials i feel like we're just starting to see even in like i think of um like the pregnancy ad the pregnancy yes. test ads. And it's like, I have yet to see a commercial where the woman is relieved. She's not pregnant because she never wants to be pregnant. There's the relief that she's pregnant and she doesn't want to be pregnant then like they're starting to, and that's new. Like, I feel like that commercial just came out and I don't remember what company it was, uh, in the U S at least in the last like half a year or so. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, yet to see the one where it's just like a life choice. Anyways, I could go off on that a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to add?
0: Uh, Look, so my involvement, you know, with the child-free community in, since 2017, um, and it's uh, through the work I do, through the the things I've written, um, it's really empowered and equipped fence sitters, particularly women, to make the right choice for themselves. And this is an area that I intend to continue working on um, to help people have a voice or say in, in this matter. I've Met a lot of like minded people through all walks of life in the process of my work in this community. And particularly, people from India have reached out to me and applauded me for my voice, whilst also letting their head down about how difficult it is for them to live as a child free person in India, due to the extreme social norms and societal pressure and the family pressure that they get there. Um, so, uh, I do feel sort of called to help child free and fence sitting Indians and Southern Asians in particular, because culturally I can relate to them a lot get more clarity on their choice and navigating their life uh, as a child-free person through my example. And coaching is a space that I'm considering getting to in the future to do this. Um, And my exposure to being child-free in Australia has given me a broader perspective where this choice is very common, normal and well-accepted and widespread. Um, So overall, I would say my experience of being child-free has been very positive. Sometimes, however, I do feel like, and this may be just because of the family that I've been brought up in, Sometimes I feel like I have to make up for being child-free to gain people's validation. So that feel that means that they don't see it as the way I see why I'm child-free and why the how they see as me being child-free is totally different. So they feel that, oh, because I don't have kids, I have to be career-driven. I have to make a ton of money. I have to, be, you know, uh, climb up the corporate ladder. Whereas for me, I just see it as a very basic and essential act of self-care and just not necessarily because I have want a high paying career. Um, for me, it's just a basic thing to maintain my sanity and take care of my mental health and put myself first. And although I'm trying to get, my, get, trying to get myself out of that uh, space of trying to really gain validation from people, um, it is very much a work in process.
1: Mm, yeah, that's something I've heard a lot. Um... And I think I battle myself too, is feeling like I need to not completely be lost in my career to make up for not having kids because everyone deserves a work-life balance, whatever whatever their life choices are um, mm-hmm. and, a, and a well-rounded life. So yeah, yeah. And I've, I hear that a lot from from people I've worked with as clients and just from other people in this child-free community. So I'm curious, do you have any advice or um encouragement for our listeners
0: um what i would say is besides the fact that go and find your tribe and community um whether it's online or in person i've mentioned that before uh, i also have to say that um life isn't a one size fits all so not everyone has the same has to follow the same evil mainstream narrative of you know uh go to, go to college get a job get married buy a house have a kids everyone's journey and life path is totally different and your uniqueness is really your selling point in life and you need to unleash it so people who are on the fence or they are considering having children in the future they need to put a lot of thought into it and they need to spend time with children spend time with parents and also spend time with child free people to see what their life choices what their life looks like and then make their life choice they shouldn't do it just because they have you know they have to do it just as a the next thing in their in their checklist of life or just because it's it's just expected of them, or the next step in life, or some sort of a social norm. The thing is, um, most life choices are irrever- are reversible. So, for example, if I hate my job, I can always resign from it. If I don't want to be with my fiance anymore, I can leave that uh, I can leave that relationship. If I don't like where I live, I can change houses. When I if I become a parent, though, that's it. I will be a parent for the rest of my life, no matter what. Even if I don't ever have anything to do with my child ever again. Um, so I guess for us, we need to have a different dialogue and a different conversation, particularly with the next generation that deviates from this mainstream narrative and the brainwashing and conditioning that they show in media, films and TV. And we need to raise children in, in a different way. I mean, i'm sure that already what, from what they see in the world happening right now because of how messed up and troubled it is, they might be considering not having children uh, anyway. Um, but we should not talk anybody out of it or put any sort of pressure on it on people to, to do that. And also just because you made this choice, you don't need to explain yourself to anyone. You don't need uh, to uh, compensate for it in any way uh, just because you've made this choice. Uh, just be comfortable with it. You've made your choice and you're you're sticking to it. And um, and don't let anyone put you down for this choice. Don't let anyone pressure you to change your mind. Stick to your guns. Enforce boundaries. Very important to find the community online or in, pers- or in person. Get a support system and live your best life. That's all I, I would say about it.
1: Yeah, I love that. Every bit of that. So how can people connect with you if they'd like to do so? So I have
0: an Instagram account, which I don't use very frequently to post stuff. But um, yeah, you I, I have had people DM me on Instagram. So uh, my handle is Buddies mum. So the mum is obviously for, because I'm a dog mum and my dog's name is Buddy. That's why. Uh, so it's quite the irony. So I, <laughs> the first bit of my Instagram handle is childfree, the second bit is mum. So, but yeah, it's for me being a dog mum. So yeah, buddies mum. Um... And uh, there are also my YouTube interviews and my blog posts, and, uh, which, I, uh, which I'm happy to leave the links to. And yeah, you can check me out. And you can just look me up on Facebook. I'm much more active there. So, Ram Ramkumar, just find me. Uh, and Feel free to add me. And uh, yeah, love to have a chat with anyone who is considering being child-free, for sure.
1: Shweta, thank you so much uh, for what you're doing, for being a voice. I, your passion just comes through and it is, I'm just so grateful that you are who you are and spreading the message that you are and being the advocate and the change agent that you are um, with everything you're doing. So thank you. And thank you for sharing your story and your experience here on the podcast. It's been an, a joy speaking with you.
0: Likewise, thank you for having me on. It's been a real pleasure and honor.
1: You're so welcome. We'll catch you next time. Hey, listener, real quick before you go. If you're curious what it might be like to work with a coach around any aspect of your child-free life or the decision to have kids in the first place, you can book a free 45-minute clarity call with me through my Instagram page. My handle is at coach Anna Olson, and you'll find a link to to book your session in the link tree. I cannot wait to talk to you.